All right, all right, all right. Welcome in. This is Toilets and Titles. This is episode number 135. And ladies and gentlemen, this is the gambling episode, all right? This is the 2022 gambling episode. In order to do a gambling episode, we got to bring on our guys. From Dollars to Deuces, our Wednesday night show. It's going to be starting, I believe, this week, 9.30 p.m. Central. And it goes all throughout the NFL season. So this evening, I'm, I'm joined by Nate. I'm joined by Abe. And I also got my man, George, who he's coming off some bad news, all right, from, from the Dolphins. So he's tilting a little bit. So he's coming on the show. He's like, Coach, man, I, I need I need a quick win. I need a quick pick-me-up. So we're going to try to talk him into a few wins so we can bring George's spirits back up. But I'm going to pass it to the guys from Dollars to Deuces first. I'm going to start with my man, Nate. It's been a long time. Uh, how you doing, my guy? Doing good. You know, it's uh, – yeah, I don't know. It's been forever, it seems like. Um I'm happy to be here. I'm excited for the season to start. Uh, it feels like it's like it's now. It's it's starting to go, so yeah. that's good. And uh, yeah, you know, I'm just pumped to be here, and uh, it'll be fun. Awesome. And Nate's at Nate underscore Dirt nineteen on the Twitter. The show is at Toilets and Titles. I am at Coach Sheps, and also the other half of Dollars to Deuces. Well, actually, it's like a third. It's a trio, but third. I know sometimes Rich is busy. Uh, it's it's Abe Olson at. M-V-I-N-F-F, I believe, on the Twitter. Hopefully I said that correctly. Abe, how are we doing? You did good. How are you? It's good to be back. Football season is here. Yeah. We are back. Man, it is it's it is good to be back, but I know George can attest to this. I'm going to pass it to him in a minute. Uh, we, like, you know, running a, a website, and, you know, Nate, Nate knows this, Justin knows this, like, be, you know, George knows this. Being a part of a website, being a part of a team that talks about the NFL, talks about rookies, talks about fantasy football – there are times throughout the offseason where you're just digging, trying to keep going, trying to find a story, trying to create content. And right now is not one of those times. Right now, our hair is absolutely on fire. <laughs> Luckily, we've grown enough where we can distribute a lot of this work. And the team at Toilets to Titles is doing excellent, man. It, it is absolutely phenomenal. But our heads are spinning. There's a lot to talk about, but that is a blessing because – if it wasn't a blessing, then what the hell are we doing even talking about this shit, right? It, it's 100% yeah. enjoyable. I'm going to pass it to my dude, George, at George Reed FF. George, how are we doing? Man, I'm doing absolutely fantastic. Uh, a little rough day. Had some bad news this 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 afternoon about my Dolphins. Uh, kind of a little, little down about that, but this show's going to pick me up. It's going to give me a win or two. Uh, it's going to help me get some money, so I, I, I'm excited about this. All right. We'd love to have you. He also did this morning or earlier in the day, he did a bathroom break. So you want to go to the Toilets to Titles YouTube channel. We got all sorts of content there. Like I said, we got the main show on Tuesday nights. We got Head to Head, which comes on after this with Jared Gray. I believe Nino's going to be on. So if you're watching right now, stay tuned. They're talking IDP. You know, Friday nights, we got college football talk. That's P2P. Saturday nights, usually, we got the Down Under Dynasty in-season. We got the Blitz on Sundays. Go check out the Toilets to Titles uh, Twitter account. And while you're on there, go to our pinned tweet, and you'll actually see our in-season schedule with all the different shows. So you're going to want to stay tuned. You're going to want to watch all that. And then sometimes we do some special stuff like those bathroom breaks that we kind of just bust out of nowhere. So, guys, however you're watching, it would be greatly appreciated if you are, you know, if you have access to a computer, which likely you do. It's 2022. You go to our YouTube channel, Toilets Titles. You hit the like. You subscribe to it. And maybe you throw some comments. That, that would make us feel good. Also, check out ToiletsToTitles.com. We got Chuck Steele. We got the Mandarin, Sean Robinson. Uh, we got a lot of guys on there writing articles. I just wrote a Shep Stradamus article. So uh, if you want to go peek into my crystal ball, you can go check that out. So I think that's enough about the, uh, the intro and all that other stuff. Let's get right into some football discussion. Well, actually, I'm sorry. There's a man in the background right now 
who he hasn't been around a while because this dude has been he's been carrying some weight. He's been grinding, and that's Justin Stevens at JustinFF underscore. Hopefully uh, sometime soon he could poke his head in. He could say, hello, Justin. It's nice to have you back in the producer chair. I know you're doing the beautiful thing. What's up, my man? Hello. <laughs> there it is. There's, there's Justin the producer. Uh, that's all we get. All right, excellent, guys. So so we're, we're talking sports betting tonight. It's all NFL-based again with the guys from Dollars to Deuces. I want to talk some win total odds. So the website we're using for these win total odds is the Vegas Insider. VegasInsider.com. I'll throw this in the show notes. If you're listening on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify, you'll be able to see these links. So, guys, why don't you pull up that that uh, that website with the win total odds? And uh, I think the first one I want to discuss, we're not going to touch on all of them because there's 32 teams, but let's touch on a few of them, is the first one. And it's the Arizona Cardinals, who had 11 wins last season, and the over-under right now is 8.5. They just gave Kyler Murray the bag. They brought in Hollywood Brown. Isaiah Simmons is hopefully taking a step. We got Buda Baker, who, who's man. Like that's a that's a solid roster, and Vegas thinks that they're going to take a step back after paying Kyler Murray. What do you guys think? I I tend to agree. I don't know, eight and a half pretty low. I don't know if I would say under that, but I I don't know what's what's kind of going on there. You know, I've never really been a big fan of uh, Kyler Murray's body. So you're language. saying you agree, kinda... you agree with Vegas? You think they're going to take a step back? That's yeah. Okay. I just I I've never been a huge Kyler guy. Like I said, I love his talent, but uh, I I'm a little worried. I think they're gonna struggle a little bit uh, without Hopkins. That's gonna be a big one. Right. Well, they did bring in Hollywood. I do like Rondell Moore. I know he didn't do too much last year. They got Zach Ertz. They brought in Trey McBride, James Conner. I think he had like 18 touchdowns last year. So that's not gonna happen again. It's not going to happen, but I mean, it, it was it was a solid workload. It might not have to happen for them to be. I just can't imagine eight and a half. You know, yeah. I, I, said, I, I, I think they're hitting nine at least. Yeah, I yeah, just I, I don't know about eleven. I think I think eight and a half is low though. But the Seahawks are tanking and they're playing the Seahawks twice. That's two wins right there. No, true. Yeah, that's. But I mean, the rest of those teams in that division are pretty difficult. Yeah, um, as we all know. Um, and I think that I think that Arizona last year. I think they started seven and zero and got off to a really hot start. I think they had a really favorable schedule last year to start the season. Um, and as we know, uh, their coach tends to uh, to start off really hot, and then all of a sudden they tend tend to landslide towards the second half of the season um, in a short time as a head coach. But I, you know, looking at their schedule, their schedule is awfully difficult to start the year. Um, I was just actually looking at it over the weekend. I don't have it in front of me, but. Um, they're the one team that I thought, man, they're gonna have, they're gonna have a really tough time to start the year. Um, you know, I, I I think I was as I was going through it hypothetically, um, two to three wins out of the first eight was was pretty legit. Um, and to get to eleven wins like they did last year, I don't think that's close. I think eight and a half is a really 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 fair number. Um, I don't know which side I would teeter on, um, but I do think that they're gonna take a step back from last year. Yeah, they, if you look at their schedule, they've got the 24th most difficult schedule on the season. Um, and then you you add in the fact that they lost Christian Kirk. They got DeAndre Hopkins is suspended for the first six games. Uh, they lost Chase Edmonds. Um, Chandler Jones is gone too. I forgot about that. Yep, Chandler Jones is gone. Like they've lost a lot on that team. They've brought some stuff back. But it's not just the Falcons that tend to start hot and then get cold as the season goes on. Like Kyler Murray has been the same way. Like, he starts the season as a ball of fire, and then it just cools off as the season goes along. Um, I have them winning exactly seven games 
So I would take the under. Yeah, I would take the under on that schedule and uh, that win total. Man, so I guess I'm, I'm on an island. But uh, three, three against four. So the bet here is you better take the under. All right, I'm going to talk about two teams that are both at four and a half wins. So these are the two lowest out of everybody in the NFL. It's the Atlanta Falcons and the Jacksonville Jaguars. So it looks like the two of them oh, – I'm sorry, not the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jacksonville Jaguars are six and a half. It's the Atlanta Falcons and the Utes and Texans. Okay, so which one of them do you think is more likely to hit the over? Texans, without a doubt. So, so you think the Jaguars are going to have the number one overall pick again? Is that three years in a row? Yeah, right. Falcons and Texans or Jaguars too? I'm sorry, I keep thinking Jaguars, Falcons, and Texans. I mean, we're idiot. just we're just used to the Jaguars being at the right. bottom of the barrel. Right. <laughs> and and I, I corrected myself two minutes ago. I'm an idiot. Ah, uh, yes, Falcons and Texans. I apologize. Um, I, you know, I, I tend to think, I mean, Atlanta has, you know, they're very big um, in their skill positions. So I have some hope for them. I don't, I don't think, I don't know if they'll get to five wins, um, but comparing their roster to the Texans roster, um, I think Atlanta has a better chance. Uh, I just think that Houston roster is very, very difficult to look at. Um, you know, looking at some early fantasy stuff, when I look at their roster, my eyes start to uh, start to water a little bit. It's not good. <laughs> so I think that I think Atlanta has a little bit better chance. I don't know if either one of them will hit five wins, um, but I think Atlanta has a better chance. Yeah, I, I think so. And then I, I could definitely see Houston, you know, starting getting the first overall pick and taking a quarterback, even though they got Davis Mills. I mean, I could see if the Falcons end up having the first pick. You know, I don't think they would shy away from pick, even though they got Ritter. And I know that's Nate's boy. I don't think they would shy away from taking a quarterback because there's going to be a few great ones available and uh, there's going to be teams vying for that spot. All right. So, okay, now let's move on. Are there any, are there any other teams that stick out to you guys that you guys would be interested in betting? Yeah. Uh, the bears at six and a half. I don't think they get, I don't think they win five games. And I'm not just saying that cause I'm a hater. I just, <laughs> I, I'm extremely worried for Justin Fields. They literally did not do anything to help him. They signed some old dudes to be for like for the offensive line. And that was one of their biggest issues. I mean, I, I don't know. I just forgot. Um, was it Tevin Jenkins? They, they drafted last year, the kid out of Oklahoma state, the tackle. Yeah. Hurt. Um, very, very good. But it's like, is that it? Um, I just, I don't think they did enough to help him. I mean, I know they got rid of the, got rid of Nagy. I, you know, I like, uh, I like what they did for their coaching staff, but I just, I'm very worried just, that team as a whole. Roquan Smith's not on the field right now. If he's not playing, they're in big trouble. Yeah, especially after sending Khalil Mack out yeah. west. Right now he's with the Chargers, so they they depleted that defense. But Jaquan Brisker, I know he's not going to be like a big band-aid, but he, he's looked pretty good in camp, and I'm excited for him. So they they got some young pieces, but I'm with you. They're, they're, they need a lot of help. They need a lot of help. What do you guys think about the Bears? I mean, I, I actually that's the one that I kind of looked at also. Um, and maybe it's because of the, the biasness that Nate and I both have, but, um, I, I, same thing. I just think, you know, you know, teams, you know, when you, when you send a quarterback, like, uh, you know, high profile guy that, you know, in the Midwest that everyone thinks that fields is and, and could be, and should be, um, and you just don't do anything to improve around him. Obviously you lose Allen Robinson, who was not, was not himself last year was not good, but. When you look at it, Allen Robinson's never had a good quarterback to throw him the ball to start with. So when you lose someone like that, that's experienced and on the outside, um, you know, and you don't really replace him. I mean, you replace him with, with maybe Brian Pringle or someone like that. I, I just don't think that 
you're upgrading him. Um, you know, and then the offensive line, like Nate, Nate talked about, he alluded to it's, it's just, it's not good. And I just, I just don't see them winning a lot. Once again, that's another team where I went through their schedule over the weekend and uh, you know, they, they, they're going to have a hard time getting to uh, six wins. I saw that they, they opened at seven and a half um, and it quickly dropped to six and a half. And now I saw that six and a half um, is plus money is what I saw last time I looked. So, yeah, so they, everyone must be playing, play, playing the under there. So George, I want to talk to you about the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mike Tomlin has never had a losing season as the coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers. And right now it's seven and a half wins. So it is predicting this will be the first time that happens. What do you think over or under? Um, I think they get seven wins. So I'm going to have to go the under. I don't think they're going to go over seven wins. Look at their quarterback situation right now. It's, it's it's really, really bad. Like Mitch Trubisky has been out there with the ones so far uh, in, in camp, and he's looked absolutely terrible. Um, I believe today on um, like eight throws, he only completed one pass. Uh, Deontay Johnson is still holding out while I expect him to at least play this season. Like there's a chance that they go into the season without him because he's not reporting to camp right now. There's a chance um, he might end up in Green Bay, right? I mean, that's cool. There's a chance he could send up somewhere. <laughs> um, but it's like right now their their best quarterback in camp so far has been Mason Rudolph. Like that's not that good. That, no, that, is, that, is not, that is not good at all when Mason Rudolph is, is so far your, 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 your most professional-looking quarterback. So, I mean, Ugh. yes, Mike Tomlin has never had a losing season, but – this team, while it's got really nice uh, weapons on the offense, it is just the quarterback is just so bad. You know, yeah. and, but George, he kind of froze up. I, the one thing I will I will say about the Steelers, though, like Big Ben has been a shell of himself for the last what four years. I, I mean, but I mean, obviously he's serviceable compared to what they have now, but you know, the running game is very good somehow with a terrible offensive line. Um, and the defense is still going to be very good. Uh, you know, so they can run the ball. They, also, the defense. they had the 29th most difficult schedule according to uh, sharp, fo- sharp football analysis. So they have a brutal schedule. Like they're, that's going to be a very bad team this year. Division yeah, I agree. I think tough. that Tomlin gets his first losing season. Yeah. Just, I think it's, he does it's, well. uh, it's, it's a it's a tough schedule. It's a it's a tough division. Um, you know the the division is up and coming with you know with Baltimore and and Cincinnati and stuff like that. So I I think that he gets his first losing season. I'm a huge Tomlin fan, but I just uh, I just um, don't I don't think there's enough talent there for them to get nine wins. No, I don't either. I do know George Pickens has looked good. So yep. Yeah. Uh, did I'm you excited. see that? Did you Go see ahead. that catch you had the other day where? He uh, it kind of went off his fingertips, and then at the goal line, and he dove back out to the two yard line and caught it with one hand. It was it was awesome. It was pretty yeah. impressive. That's like that's how I feel. You know those memes that say like, uh, "This is what I think I look like when I'm doing this, and this is what I actually look like when I'm <laughs> yeah. doing this." When I'm in my kitchen and I open a cabinet and like a coffee mug falls, yeah, and I quickly <laughs> react and catch it. That's what I feel like I look like. Yeah, so, yeah. Well, know. no, I usually pull something if that happens. You know what I mean. <laughs> All right, let, let, let's <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Real quick, did you see that the uh, the Chiefs, the Broncos, and the Chargers are all at ten and a half? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
That's I think the Chiefs are going to be last in that division. Honestly, that division is just going to eat itself. It's 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 It's, so rough. It's going to be a war. Yeah, it's going to be tough. That's for sure. It's going to be great. It's going to be must see TV. It is a blessing. the The AFC West is a gift that keeps on giving this year. We're going to get so many good matches. Like every single week, I feel like it should be. It should be fun. So, which of them do you think is most likely to to be under ten and a half? Uh, I I want to say the Broncos. I'm just I'm not a huge, I'm just not a huge Broncos believer. I I mean I love Russ Wilson. I he's been great with Seattle for years. Just watching him last year, he just didn't have quite the zip on the ball. And I know he's hurt a little bit, um, and their team was terrible. But um, I just I'm not a huge believer in the Broncos. I you know a lot of people are really high on Cortland Sutton and stuff like that and that connection because Russ throws a phenomenal deep ball, but. Um, I just, I just don't know. I think that, I think that getting in that division, I mean, I, I just don't think that Denver is, is quite as good as, as the hype right now. Um, and I could be completely wrong. I just think that there's a lot of hype there for a team that's been, um, that's been mediocre the last few years. And they, obviously they've had trash quarterbacks, but, um, but I think that they're loaded at wide receiver. Um, I think Albert O is a pretty, pretty decent, um, tight end. Um, and I, I'm in love with Javante Williams. They so also got Greg Dolchich. Awesome. That's how Sammy yeah. they drafted yes, kid. Yes, mm-hmm. um, which Nate, Nate's a big fan of. Yeah, for sure. But um, I just I don't know. I just I don't think the Broncos are a, are a, are a, you know 11 win team. I just I don't see it. I do. Anything. I'm drinking the Kool Aid, man. They absolutely undressed the Dallas Cowboys last year. They 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 can play a strong brand of football. They can play a yeah. strong brand of football. And I think Russell Wilson, even if he takes a step back, there's something about him. That I think people believe in him, and belief well, think, is I mean, such he's, a huge. He's, right. he's definitely a winner. I mean, the guy has won and won and won, and and you know, outdone everything that's expected of him. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, they I can, mean, I, can, I love Russ. I, smart. I think play, that that division is awfully difficult. So yeah, he, he doesn't I, have. I don't think they're going to try to win by chucking because I don't think they have to, to with, with, with the Chargers. There. Yeah, if you're going to try to chuck with the Chargers and chuck with the Raiders and chuck with the Chiefs. It's going to be trouble. I think they could win by just playing strong, hard-nosed playoff football, running the ball. You know, maybe throwing the ball around thirty times a game, playing tough mm-hmm. defense. They got some good. They got some good guys in the secondary there. Uh, I know yeah, Josie Jewell yeah. is like their their best linebacker right now, and that's hey, not Baron too Browning, threatening. Come on, dude. We got that's Baron Brownings. We got they got <laughs> Randy Gregory. They got Bradley Chubb. And so, go ahead. So uh, the rookie, the Oklahoma Sooner kid, Nick Benito. Yeah. Jared is a huge fan Jared of that kid. Him. I know he's a he's a home, yeah, he but he's a pretty yeah. damn good football player. So. so I know they could turn it on. And uh, I the, think the Broncos go ahead, George. The the Broncos have the easiest schedule in that division. They have the seventeenth most difficult schedule in that division. The next easiest would be the Chargers at twenty. And then it drops to the Raiders at thirty and Kansas City has the most difficult schedule in all of NFL. Yeah. And Kansas City, they didn't do much to help themselves out. Getting rid of Tyreek Hill. You know, I, I, I like Juju. I think he's going to do well there, but they're going to be not man. too he's much the savior. Yeah. What's, who's the savior? MVS, man. I, we Mark, watched yeah, him right. in Green Bay for years. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, dude, and, and they're deep. I mean, they got rid of Tyron Matthew. Tyron Matthew is like. So good. Man, so and not only he, is he, he runs so the good, defense. he's it, like man. he's like your middle linebacker that runs the damn defense. Yeah, you're, you're you're missing that. You know, Nick Bolton's young, Willie Gay's young. He's awesome. Like who who's gonna? They're good, but who's gonna step up? Like that's a voice right there that you just got rid of. You got rid of Ty, Tyron Matthew on the defense. I think that the 
getting rid of Tyron Matthew is almost as big as getting rid of Tyreek Hill for that squad. I, I think it's really going to set them back a little bit. So I think Kansas City finishes last. All right, let's move on from, from uh, win-loss totals, unless there's any others that you guys – is there any ones that stood out to you? We're good? We're going to talk about right, 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 anyways. I just want to say Miami is highly underrated. That's all. Well, we're gonna we're gonna get to that. You know how we're gonna get to that. We're gonna we're gonna get to playoff odds. All right. So let's let's get to some NFL futures. Let's get into uh, some division odds here. All right. We're gonna go right to the AFC East. Okay. The Buffalo Bills are are favored. They're minus two twenty five. And then the next in line is the Miami Dolphins at plus four fifty. All right, and then we got the New England Patriots tied with them at plus 450, and then the New York Jets at the bottom with plus 2,200. So, George, break down the AFC East. Where are you placing your money? Um, I would actually place my money on Buffalo to win the division. I, I, I still – Miami has always had difficulty with Buffalo. Um, they've beaten the Dolphins the last seven times. So, until Miami actually goes out and can beat Buffalo, I think they're the class of the division. I think – the Dolphins are the second best team in that division. I think they are. I think they'll go out and they will win ten games again this year. They they won ten games two years ago. They won nine games last year, and the betting odds on them was eight and a half for this year. Even though they've improved on their team from last year, so I think I think they'll win more than what Vegas has them, and I think they'll be second in their division. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think they're going to be even with the New England Patriots. I mean, New England Patriots took a big step with Mac Jones. He looked good. They got a decent ground game. But they don't really have the weapons on the outside to keep up with the Buffalo Bills and the Miami Dolphins. The Miami Dolphins, one of their most underrated things is their defense. I mean, yep. they got Javon Holland. They got Xavier Howard. They got Byron Jones. They got Noah Igbenogany. Then they got Jalen Phillips. Jalen Phillips, man, if that kid hits you know, out of the University of Miami, he is a fearsome edge rusher. Like he yep. was considered, you know, a top five prospect at one point. I think he had a bunch of concussions. People were a little worried about it. Right now he seems healthy. And he, he's like a length, speed, bend, freak. If he could start getting to the quarterback on a regular basis, that is only going to increase how deadly that secondary is. That is a smothering. Those guys like to play man. They like to sit in your pocket, ride you up and down the field. And, and I don't think the Patriots have what it takes to keep up with them. And I think if there is a team that's going to beat them, I think they beat the Buffalo Bills. I think it, it, they got to get to the quarterback. They got to be able to get the Josh Allen. But if there is going to be the one, they have the secondary to do it. They could stick with those guys. Yeah, it's. I mean, it, it's a it's a very talented defense. Uh, they literally brought everybody back from last year. Um, you didn't mention Christian Wilkinson up front. He's right. he's just a mauler up front. He's a great run stopper. Uh, they added Melvin Gordon in the offseason. and. He's going to Melvin be a Ingram. situational – or Melvin Ingram, excuse me. Yeah. Uh, he's oh. going to be a situational uh, rushing linebacker for them. So it, they, they've they've done a lot to that defense. And the offense, I'm not going to talk about it. We all know what happened, what they did with the offense this offseason. Uh, they just revamped that entire team. Cowboys are missing Cedric Wilson right now, I can tell you that much. And you, uh, you guys got quarter, him. He's going to take over quarterback spot for yeah. Miami about week well, let, six. Let, let, Let's head to uh, let's head to the NFC North. All right. I'm sorry, George. I had to. I, I, I know. I know. I know, Abe, I know. Abe, our big Green Bay Packers fans. We got the Green Bay Packers at minus one sixty-five. The Vikings are plus two sixty. Detroit Lions plus eight fifty. Chicago Bears plus a thousand. So it, this is a two-team division. It's the Packers and the Vikings. How worried are you guys about the Vikings right now? And yes, you know, Waddle ninety-plus receptions. He's going to finish the season as a top five. 
fantasy football wide receiver. I'm telling you, don't let I, I ain't kidding. I mean, this face is stone cold, deathly serious. He's going to be a top five wide receiver in fantasy this year. But how scared are you guys of uh, of the Minnesota Vikings? Uh, I'm not too scared. I, I mean, whenever Charles on the field, he's healthy, and I yeah. just I, I think our defense is is a top five defense this year. Um, I it is flying around the field. I think Rashawn Gary is going to even take another step this year, put more pressure on the quarterback, and our you know if our corners stay healthy, um, it sounds like Stokes has had a heck of a you know first week of pre or of, of camp. Um, I just think our defense is too darn good, and and I mean obviously you're going up against um, a pretty good wide receiver tandem up in Minnesota, um, but back. I think that I, yeah I think that our defense is is over the top good. Um, I think it's underrated right now. A lot of people don't really aren't talking about it. Um, and I think you're going to see a little bit of a different Packers team that kind of relies a little bit more on a defense um, and then, you know, runs the ball quite a bit. Um, and then Rodgers, you know, takes advantage when he does. So I, I just, I'm not too worried about the Vikings. Um, I'm definitely not worried about the Bears. I, and then, then there's the Lions. But um, I'm, not, I'm not too worried. I mean, I think the Vikings are a good team. I think they'll probably win nine games. Um, but I think that Green Bay wins 10 or 11. So, Nate, I think Finally. you already spoke your piece. You said that you're, you guys are going to beat the hell out of them. Well, and I, I mean, I the, the thing the Vikings will struggle with the most, is my opinion, is they're going from being – they ran a 4-3 defense for, I don't know, forever, and they're switching to 3-4. That's not, like, the easiest thing to just go ahead and, like, snap your fingers and, like, okay, we're good still. Like, it doesn't always work like that. Uh, Got to have the right guys. Uh, I don't know. You know, maybe maybe there'll be an anomaly and it'll just be no problem. But it just seems like that doesn't always work that smoothly. You know what I mean? And I know like you're not always in your base defense. I mean, shit. I feel like the the Packers' base defense is either like it's like a nickel or a dime almost. Even you know what I mean? Like you don't even really run that four three or three four really that much yeah. anymore. But it's big nickel, big nickel over yeah. everything right now. Yeah, man. I I like this the addition of the north. Yeah, right, dude. I kind of, I kind of, I, I kind of see it too, man. I kind of think the Vikings are going to win it this year. I, I love the addition of Lewis Seen. Daniel Hunter's healthy. You know, Justin Jefferson is emerging as one of the best players in the NFL. We got Adam Thielen. I think this is going to be. I like that it's close because I think it should be close. It'll be a very interesting division to watch play out. Because I mean, if you guys, if Aaron Jones goes down, or if AJ Dillon goes down for any significant amount of time, that's going to hurt the Green Bay Packers offense a lot. A lot. And, you know, you can't count on that happening, but there's always a possibility of that if those two stay healthy, I think that the Packers win this division. But if we see one of those go, go down, I think the Vikings be waiting right there to take it. I think that the South, I mean, it's the Buccaneers, but I don't think the Buccaneers, like we could have talked about them when we were talking win totals. I don't think they're going to win. I think it was like 11 and a half. I oh, think no they're going to go under. You know, I, I just – they're going to fall off at some point. They're going to fall off. Rob Gronkowski might come back. You know, Chris Godwin's looking like he might be healthy early on, but they, their whole interior of the offensive line is decimated. They still got Devin White. They got uh, uh, Antoine Winfield. They got they got guys, you know, dudes, but they're 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 not the Buccaneers that they were two years ago. I, I don't think so. So I'm gonna sign JC Treader. I don't know. What's he doing? What's he doing? Still available? There's teams that need. Center. There's got to be something wrong. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Either he wants way too much money. Here's I mean, something that might not be as big. I, mean, I guess a deal. it's a good. Well, Sorry he, about that. Well, it's fine. I think he's like. 
he's like a he's like union. He, he's like a union rep, or like he's like the president of the oh for the NFLPA. Yeah, like I don't know if that if maybe teams don't want to deal with that or with his age, you know? Because I I don't know if that has anything to do with that. I've kind of heard rumblings that that's the case. But go go ahead. He's a damn good center. I, I think you know that, that it's a. I mean, it's a good time, I guess, to have a center go down. You know, the first week of of camp where you know maybe they're trying out guys to see if they can kind of do this for a couple weeks. And if not, maybe then sign them. I don't know if that's kind of what they're doing, um, you know. But I, I think that that's too many wins. Also, I think that number's inflated a little bit just because their division. I mean, you can pretty much guarantee they're going to get four wins against Atlanta and Carolina. So I hey. think that that's probably why it's a little bit inflated. So don't tell uh, Jared that. <laughs> oh, yeah, Jared, Jared will fight you. <laughs> hey, I, well, I think the Panthers are going to be a lot better than people think. Panthers got a good defense. You man. think who? Their defense is damn good. Panthers got a good defense, who? man. And their oh, offensive yeah, line but... is extremely good. I like Baker. I don't care what you guys say. I don't think they're division winners, but I don't think they're going to be oh, a no. joke. I don't. I don't think they're going to be a joke. I think they're going to. They're going to play decent football this year. I still think they'll be third in their division. It's still Tampa, yeah. New Orleans, yeah. and the no, Carolina. I agree. I agree. Yeah, I mean New Orleans. James, you know, Kamara's Michael Thomas is back. So it's fun. Is he not? Hell yeah. Who knows? Like, as of, I don't know. As I mean, of I right now, he's not suspended, and the rumor is that this will not – his legal troubles will not be solved until after the season. Now, that? think about all the people in the yeah. Scott Fish Bowl, or if you started a redraft league like last month, which would be weird, but you could have done that. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, to, I don't want to <laughs> alienate anybody who did. That's not weird. You do what you're into. That's cool. But – um. Alvin Kamara was like going in the fifth or sixth round because people were nervous yeah. he's going to get suspended. So good for you if he fell to you, man. That that's absolutely excellent. All right, let's let's talk about the NFC East. It's the Cowboys and the Eagles, uh, first and second. Then we got the Commanders and the Giants. Um, the Commanders got a great defense. I was drinking the Kool Aid last year. I looked like an idiot yeah. because they fell apart, you know. And Chase Young, you know, he I, I, he got hurt, but even before he got hurt, you know, he didn't look too great. But, man, they, they do have pieces on the defensive side of the football. What do you guys think? you think it's going to be the Eagles or you think it's going to be the Cowboys? I, I think I, I think it's going to be the Eagles, to be honest. And that's not a shot at you, Coach. I, I think Dallas is is a good team. Um, but I think they've got a bunch of injury issues going on right now. Um, and I, I, I just look at what the Eagles have done this offseason, how they handled themselves with the NFL draft. Um, they – they're a stacked team right now. If Jalen Hurts could put it all together, which he should be able to now that he has a legit number one wide receiver, um, that, that that team is going to be scary. So I, right now I would have the Eagles win that division. And it's been what, like almost 2,000 years since the same team has gone back-to-back seasons winning that division. So, so two or something another like that. Re- yeah, something like that. So <laughs> it, it's another reason I can't pick the Cowboys. I'll pick the Cowboys. Their defense is good. The Eagles' defense sucks. Uh, Jalen Hurts can't throw the ball downfield. If they have to throw the ball to win the game, he cannot do it. Unless Gardner Minshew or Carson Strong plays. Um, I said, I like Cowboys' defense. I know they kind of had a lot of weapons last year. I don't know. I'm not going to say Dak struggled. I don't know what it was. It was kind of a weird situation, it seemed like. Offensive line's good. Um, Zeke and Pollard, awesome. Um, and I like Fat Mike, so uh, – you know, I don't know. I just I think the Cowboys will win it. I really do. Well, Zeke, Zeke had a bat, had a knee injury last year. Supposedly yeah. he's yeah. fully healthy. He looks quick. 
They mm-hmm. upgraded the offensive line with the addition of Tyler Smith, and I've been watching some guys I follow that actually are at camp. Who Kyle Yeomans I'm going to have on Saturday night from DallasCowboys.com. He's at camp, so I've been seeing them. Uh, Tyler Smith is bodying people. Like, I think the ground game is going to be good, and that's kind of, you know, Dak had a calf injury that happened during camp. So, and that was after the ankle. No, I'm sorry, it didn't happen. It happened like week three. So they were rolling. He got the calf injury, and then all of a sudden, things the wheels kind of fell off. The line started playing like garbage. They couldn't run the ball. We have a good running game, which which I expect us to. I think that's going to help Dak out a lot. I think we're going to be okay on the offensive side of the ball. And one of the reasons I think we're going to be okay on the offensive side of the ball is what Nate was talking about, that defense. I, I think the attitude has shifted. We're in years past, and, and you know it's hard for me to be optimistic and hopeful because I can think one thing, and I'll know right away. Two or three weeks into the season, I'll know if they're legit or, or if they're pretenders because that's kind of how they've been. They've been hot and cold. One season, they'll have tw- 12 wins. The next season, they'll have four wins. So, you know, it's hard to tell with them. But what I am expecting, I'm expecting that defense to play like a hard no style of football that we haven't seen from the Cowboys in a long time. And it's going to change the identity of this team. And I think Demarcus Lawrence is healthy. Michael Parsons is healthy. Leighton Vanderesh looks healthy. All right, J-Rod Curse played well last year. Yeah, I mean. It, how long is Vanderesh going to remain healthy, though? I want I mean, to, but we don't know. But but Jabril Cox is healthy. You know the kid from LSU, Demone Clark. They're expecting to come back a little sooner than, you know, we got Trayvon Diggs, Anthony Browns. Look good. So, uh, I don't know. I I think I think the Eagles will be good. And another thing, like George said, we we don't know because nobody's won it back to back years. And the Eagles and the Cowboys, if they know how to do one thing, they know how to play each other. So even <laughs> even if even if the Eagles are the better team, I could see the Cowboys winning a game. And even if the Cowboys are a better team, I could see the Eagles, you know, pulling it off. So it is hard to tell. What do you think, Abe? Yeah, I think um, I'm I'm not a Jalen Hurts fan. I I think he's great for fantasy football. I That's don't it. think he's good at all for regular football. Um, I just think that when it comes down to it, um, I don't, you know, I I like their O line. Their running backs um, are pretty sketchy. Like you think every year, like okay, here comes Miles Sanders. He's gonna be the guy. And then next thing you know, we're relying on Boston Scott and random guys we've never heard of. Kenneth so, Gainwell. Yeah, Coach well, I, I like Gainwell. I, just as I, much I, as I, I do. Kind of we're Gainwell. big Kenny Gainwell guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I like Kenny Gainwell. But um, I guess, so I think that, you know, I think that we may see a different thing here where Dallas wins two years in a row. I think Dallas is pretty good. I mean, I am I think Micah Parsons is that dude? I mean, unreal. Jesus like, that he dude? is so fun to watch sideline to sideline. He And he can do it all. I mean, you put him in different positions. It doesn't matter where he plays. He's dominant so right. i think that's good and i and i think that mccarthy um even though i'm not a fan of him um i think that you know in his in his you know now that he's been there for a couple of years i think he may be able to um work pollard in a little bit more and have kind of a one-two punch with zeke and pollard um i think tony pollard is one of the most underrated backs in football um he's he is explosive he gets out in the open field when he catches the ball he's very very tough and elusive um and i think he's tough between the tackles too when he needs to be um, so I think that Dallas kind of has a little bit more of a complete package than anyone else in the division. Um, I will say I am kind of excited for the Giants. I can't believe I'm saying that, but I am. <laughs> they had a hell of a draft. I mean, I love <laughs> Tony. I think he's awesome. Um, I, you know, I Saquon, if he ever gets back to healthy, this is his first off season where he has not had a surgery or recovering from a surgery. This is his first time doing that um, in the NFL. So, I mean, I'm looking forward to seeing if, if he can make it more than a game or two. Um, Hell yeah. So, yeah, and yes, I do I do agree with Dalton Schultz being a top. Gotcha. This, is, this so, is the year. This is um, the year to I just think grab. Dallas wins this division. 
this is the year to grab Squam Barkley in all of your redraft leagues. This is the year. It's going to happen. You know, it, it, he's due. I can't guarantee what he's going to do next year, but this is the year. Like, he's due. He's playing for a contract. contract it, all, it, yep. it all usually comes together in this season. Yep. So I'm with you. And I got – dude, I've been on the Kadarius, Tony Train, Jalen Waddle. Guys, I'm trying to get on every roster. Barkley, Waddle, Tony, just mm. big play, high upside guys. If Kadarius, yeah. t- Tony is your flex play in fantasy leagues, you are in really good shape because if that guy stays in the field – Dude, he can put up some monster outings with some big time numbers. All right, I'm gonna kind of. Hey, also, real, side note: always yeah. bet Daniel Jones over on rushing. Always, like always, like, every, always. Yeah. like I'm not. It's like every week. Them have 20 yards. He's hit, or at least, or at least his longest rush. Yeah, um, yeah. That is it's like that is solid. He'll scoot for 15 or yep. 80 and then trip. I mean, whatever. Yep. So yeah, <laughs> he's pretty good at both of those. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm going to kind of rush through some of these divisions just so we can get into playoffs and then a few player props. Um, all right. So we had the North. We talked about the South, the, the, the AFC West, the NFC East. I think the NFC West, where we can all say Rams. We, we agree. Yep. Yeah. No, one, no one's going 49ers, even though I like the 49ers. I don't think they're winning that. Um, I think the AFC South, I'm I'm going Colts. Is any yep. is anybody going with the Titans? I think they'll be third. Yeah, they're okay. sure. All right. So you, you think the Titans, you think the Titans are going to be third? You said. Yep. Texans are going to be second in the division. Okay, I like that. So George, you said wow. you're going Titans. Yeah, I would take the Titans. Listen, okay. they, they finished first in the AF in the AFC last year, right? Uh, and that was with Derrick Henry missing how many games? He's back. The He's last, completely. Like, Ten weeks was like the easiest schedule in the NFL. The entire like the whole end of it. <laughs> You can tell we have a you can tell we have a Colts producer. He's like, no, I, I'm not listening to this. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but like, I was so confused. It, it, it was Justin. Um, yeah, no, but Derek, they had the number one team in the AFC uh, last year. Their defense is very, very good. Like they have a really good defense. They can run the uh, ball. Right, right. Ryan Tannehill is an adequate quarterback. He's not a superstar oh. quarterback. But he is adequate. He's good enough to game manage. They brought in Bobby Trees. They drafted Traylon Burks, um, and and they won that division and they won the AFC East, uh, AFC last year, with AJ Brown missing a bunch of games and Julio Jones and the corpse that he was on the field. Go ahead, Justin. And the end of the season was the easiest schedule in the NFL. Like for the they, they don't make the, they don't make the schedule. They got to play the teams that are no, in front I'm of just them. Saying, like they they, get, they got the shit beat out of them by the Texans at home. Like in the end of the season, it's a division game. Like the Buffalo Bills lost to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Like Justin, any given Sunday, any team could win. Don't point out one game where they got their bucket. Like you can do that to any team. It's cherry picking. Yeah, any given Sunday, any team can win. And any given Sunday that uh, Carson Wentz is your quarterback, you can lose. <laughs> Four games at his hands alone. That's how bad he was. was Four games. They win those four games that he lost by himself. I will will say that, like, to my grave. Then they're the number one seed, and the Titans are um, barely making the playoffs. So – um, so yeah, so th- that's my big argument. Is that, Here's what uh, you're thinking though. You're, you're thinking Matt Ryan is going to be this monstrous upgrade. No, time you're, out. you're thinking time Matt out. Ryan's going to be a monster upgrade over Carson Wentz. And it could come back to find out that no, Matt Ryan is who we thought he was last year. He is a washed quarterback. Matt okay. Ryan's you know than Carson if Wentz. If he's Mark, a Matt washed quarterback, be. that's, you know, even 70% of what he used to be. He's still better than Carson Wentz. But my point is that the Titans did not win that division. They backed into that division because 
the Colts. Lost. They they won the division. Hey, no, I'm sorry, listen, they won. Time, listen, time out, time right. out. You know what? Here's here's what Chef Stradamus had to say. Said, all right, yeah, now I can talk. So they no longer have that quarterback that lost the division for them, right? right. So, uh, so anyhow, on top of okay, well, let's take all of that away, right? Who cares what they have at wide receiver? You know why their wide receivers look so bad? Because they have Ryan Tannehill and they have Derek Derek Henry. They're going to run the damn ball all the time, right? So they run the ball all the time. It doesn't matter who they have at wide receiver. So so scratch that. I don't care who they have at wide receiver. Those guys aren't there anymore, and it doesn't even matter if they're not there anymore. They got Hassan Haskins. Okay, yeah. Well, <laughs> running back. They even they, I I'd they say they're gonna throw him the ball. Hassan Haskins, so that if Henry goes down again, they have a guy that's more like a guy that they're gonna, you know, carry um, the same kind of workload instead of trying to go a, a committee anymore. They they really want him to just be a backup to Henry, so that they don't have a committee backup. He's more of a, a Henry style because that's how they need to run their offense. So the so the wide receivers don't even matter. So Listen, I, I, who, I want to move on from this division. I want to move on from this division. Well, Henry, here, here's what I'm. You're talking I think about Henry's Henry or a running back. If he's if they're both healthy, Henry's Time a out. Back. Time out. This is I saw this in the crystal ball. Go to toiletstitles.com. Well, I didn't see it. Shep Stradamus saw it. It's a copycat league. The Colts have been seeing what the Titans have been doing with Derrick Henry. The Colts are going to take that formula with Jonathan Taylor and with the number one offensive line in the NFL, and they're going to do it better than the Titans are going to do it this year. All right, they're going to try. No, no, it's going to happen. That's another because they're going to no because Jonathan they're going to try to involve Jonathan involve Taylor. Naheem Hines way hey, too much. Put your, put your money where your mouth is because we don't even need to debate it. We could just put it on the board. Uh, Jonathan yeah, we'll Taylor is going to outscore Derrick Henry. It's going to it's going to happen. That's Their offensive nice. line is phenomenal, and mm-hmm. they are going to run the ball down people's throats this season. I Thanks think I'd rather have Taylor than Henry right now. I need to get back to work, but uh, I appreciate the time. Thanks for letting me get, get that. Justin, in. when you're in the background, put that on the board. George, you take that bet. I'll take that bet. Excellent. All right, let's move on. AFC North is probably the last interesting one. It's the only one we haven't touched on. Ravens, they have Bengals slightly behind the Ravens, 185 to 150, then the Browns and the Steelers. I don't think the Browns are going to have a chance, even with Deshaun Watson only missing six games. It's going to be tough. I mean, they might be exciting towards the end of the year. They're not going to win the division. Steelers are out. Nate, Ravens or Bengals? Bengals. I I just – Go ahead. It's the passing passing game with Lamar. I'm just – He's got to show up first, and it's Man, got an I, offensive coordinator needs help. So we're 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 doing uh, stats for the first time at toiletstitles.com. We're trying to predict numbers, you know. So I was working on that today, and Lamar Jackson was really tough to predict. And then what his wide receivers were going to do were really tough to predict. So I tried my best. But does any one of you, before I pass it on to Abe or George, do either of you think that it's possible the Bengals have a Super Bowl hangover? Because I'm sure yes. every year we go into the season thinking the team that lost the Super Bowl is going to do well. But quite often they don't. They they fall off. Do either of you two think that's going to happen? I I don't know if it's going to happen, but it happens more often than any of us want to believe or think. Especially a team like the Bengals had a run playing all their games on the road, and everyone was rooting for them going into the playoffs. Um, I it just it's hard. It's so difficult for whatever reason to make the Super Bowl and then especially lose and come back and have a great year the next year. It's so difficult. But I think that you know what they've done to improve their O line. Yeah. And just their unreal talent um, with their skilled position players, it, it's going to be hard for me to go against um, anyone else besides them to win that division. I think they still win that division. But I think that 
I think that's definitely a case. I mean, I think that, you know, they, they could struggle because of that, because that Super Bowl hangover. It is commendable what the Ravens did last year with all those injuries. Like that yeah. needs to be mentioned too. The fact that they were even close uh, Harbaugh, I think is one of the best coaches in the NFL. If he ever gets low, the, get, let's gets let go from the Ravens. Sign me up. Excellent coach. He, he had those guys competing when they had no business competing. Absolutely. George, what do you think? I did an article for George, it sounds like you're swimming underwater. He's riding oh. a dolphin. Yeah, he is. I'm, I am. I'm riding a dolphin. There he is. You're back. You're back. back. You're back. You're back. I believe I had Harbaugh at number three overall as to, as uh, top NFL coaches currently in the NFL. So I agree, Harbaugh's a hell of a coach. Um, I, I do believe the Bengals will ultimately win this division, but I, I think I actually have the Browns coming in second. Um, if you look at the first six games that Deshaun Watson yeah, is missing, three, three or four and two, it, they can they legitimately can go four and two with Jacoby Brissett oh, yeah. at quarterback. Uh, they, they've got the Panthers. The Jets, the Steelers, the Falcons, the Chargers, which they'll probably lose, and the Patriots. So they legitimately can go four and two in the, the first six games that he's suspended and run it out from there. So they, they legitimately have a chance. That's a really solid team. Their defense is great. We all, we all know about their running game um, with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. They got two of the best one-two tandems in the league right behind uh, Mr. Nate's. Uh, tandem up there in Green Bay with AJ Dillon and Aaron Jones. So, while I, I, I have Cincinnati winning this division, I think um, the Browns are actually going to be right there every step Excellent. of the way. Excellent. All right, let's talk about uh, real quick before we move on to some player props. NFC Championship. All right. So the top of the list here, we got the Bucks plus three twenty-five, the Rams plus five hundred, the Packers plus five fifty. 49ers plus 650, Cowboys plus 750, and then there's a big drop. We got Eagles plus 1,200, Cardinals plus 1,400. You were placing your money. Where is it going? Nate, where are you going? With your heart? Rams Packers. Rams. Well, who's winning the championship, NFC championship? Ah, shit. I don't know. I probably. I mean, I like I, in my heart, I have to say the Packers, but I mean, okay. I don't know. I, the Rams. I mean, they're literally everybody is still there right right I that's mean, true i think that they, they have to be the the fact that the bucks are favored over the rams is, How, is, yeah, what the hell i don't know i i think the rams that's where i'm placing my money plus 500 i, I also like the 49ers because if, if trey lance usually i said this earlier what is that called george spaces that thing we did on twitter earlier um twitter spaces yeah, I'm, I'm, i feel old now but um usually it's year one <laughs> when quarterbacks like trey lance have their best season, and then NFL teams kind of catch on to them. And then they, they, they adjust the scheme going into year two, and that's when you see them struggle. So I think they're going to try to catch lightning in a bottle this year, and I think it's likely to happen. And and the way they played in the playoffs last year was was excellent. If they had a little bit better quarterback play. Dropped interception away. Yeah, yeah I, I, I'm going Rams and Niners. That's where I'm putting my, my money. Where are you going, Abe? Um, I have to be a homer, and I know it doesn't, it doesn't bode well, but – I just think that Green Bay loaded up on their team this year to um, to play um, January football, and, and I just think that um, you know I think that you're, they're going to rely a little bit more on the run and their defense than they've ever done. Um, I, I do think that the team that they go through is the Rams, and thank goodness I and I think a close close third is San Francisco. 
Um, I think that Rodgers has a little bit more success against the Rams and Stafford than he does against the 49ers. He never beats them. Um, so if I were to choose, I, you know, if I were to bet, um, you know, I, I think that I would have to put my money on, you know, being a homer, but I think that the Rams and the Niners are a real close second and third. I'm just not quite a believer in Tampa Bay. Um, I think they're good and it's hard to, it's hard to push Brady back to number four if I would do that. But, um, I just, I just, I'm just not a big believer in them. So I, I mean, I, I think I would even take Dallas over, over Tampa. So I, if I were to put money, it'd be green Bay and then probably the Rams. And week one, the Cowboys have the Bucks. That's going to be another fun one this season. It's funny listening to you guys talk about the 49ers because the way you guys feel about the 49ers is the way I feel about the Packers in the playoffs. Like, <laughs> I, that's the team I don't want to see. We can't – it's like and, – and not only can we not beat them in the playoffs, they beat us in such heartbreaking fashion. Yeah. Like night, like nightmares, like like things I can't get over, like that type of shit. Like Des Bryant, I could, I mean, I could do a whole. I love that guy, my favorite football player of all time. And dude, dude was snake bitten. His career was snake bitten. His youth was snake bitten. His college career was snake bitten. I just want to see something great happen for that man. And for them to take that away from him, like that, that devastating for me. But I feel for him. That was his moment. And not, not, not to say, you know, you guys would have got the ball back. And with Aaron Rodgers, you likely would have scored anyway. But really what, what what lost that game, sorry to make this a Cowboys hour, we were up. We were beating the brakes off you guys. DeMarco Murray took the ball through a hole that a tractor trailer could have drove through. And I think it was Peppers. Hit him in the arm and he fumbled. And the, the entire wheels came off. But all right, George, who are you picking to win the NFC? I'm going to go chalk here. I'm going to go Tampa and the Rams, and I think the Rams are going to win it. Okay. All right. So he's got he's got Tampa Bay. In. All right. Let's go to the AFC, you guys. We've got the Bills plus 300. <laughs> it's all good. Thank you. Uh, if you're listening at home, Justin's just making me feel good about being a homer. Um, you'll, you'll know if you listen to the show, Justin knows I'm, I'm superstitious, man. I won't pick the Cowboys. Yeah. I, I won't do it because well, it's, I won't either. <laughs> it's shit. It, I, I'll feel, you know, I, I'm so sick that I'll bet against the Cowboys and hope that I lose. And I'll feel like that's, you know, I'm paying the piper there, you know. Either, you know either way saying? you win then, right? Yeah, either yeah. way you win. Yeah. So yeah. People people tell me, like, uh, when they play fantasy, Whoa. Uh, you would think he's an Eagles fan. Yeah, no, no, not that. Not that. But um, so when they play fantasy, they're like, oh, my fantasy team over everything. Listen, if I'm playing a guy and he's playing against the Cowboys and he gives me zero points, I am okay with that. And if the Cowboys win, if the Cowboys lose and he gives me zero points, it's another story. But if they win, dude, a Cowboys over my fantasy team all day. Our AFC championship odds, we got the Bills plus 300, Chiefs plus 450, Chargers plus 850, Broncos plus 850. Then we got a bunch, like, real close. We got Bengals plus 1,100, Ravens plus 1,100, Colts plus 1,200, Cleveland Browns plus 1,600, and the Titans plus 1,600. So, Nate, who's winning this division? Chargers. Chargers, I love I mean, it. I should, everybody says the Bills, but I, I got to go with Chargers. And I don't know, it'd be, it's going to be a shootout. But uh, that Chargers team, their offensive line is so gosh darn good. They made the defense even better. I mean, how do you like, oh, your your secondary is already really good. You know, you got Derwin James, Nasir yeah. Adderley. It's like, oh, wait, like, hey, let's get one more guy. True. Like He gets forgotten I mean, about because they did bring in Khalil Mack. J.C. Jackson is like. J.C. Jackson he, is very good. He's yeah. forgotten and about. Khalil Mack, maybe he'll be They good also again. got Asante Samuel Jr., who the fact yes. that that dude fell, like where he was drafted, that yeah, dude has so a nose for the football. I, I'm with you, but I, I, I Staley has to be better as a, he's supposed to be a defensive coach. Their defense sucked right. last year, so maybe he figures it out or he gets fired. 
Uh, so we got the Chargers. I'm going with the Broncos, but I'm with you. I think, you know, the chalk is the Buffalo Bills. And because we all got to think it's Josh Allen's going to have his day. It's likely going to be this year. But, uh, you know, just I'm kind of I'm kind of on that Broncos bandwagon. Where are you going, Abe? Um, I mean, it's easy to pick the Bills just because I, I think they've been so close the last few years. And I think they finally get over the hump. Um, so it's easy to pick them. I, I honestly, I really like as, as if I'm trying for a long shot bet. I kind of like Indianapolis um, because I like their O-line. I like their D-line. Um, I love their running game. Um, and I think that if they can control the clock, um, I think that, you know, that we saw them play pretty good defense last year against um, and, and harass some quarterbacks um, and get to some quarterbacks. So, I I, I mean, if I'm going to bet a long shot, um, I think it would be Indy because I think that they win their division. And as we saw last year, I mean, once you get in that, you know, you don't know who you're going to play. Um, the AFC is, is a toss-up, and I think that all those teams are, are you know, from top to bottom are better than the NFC. So I think uh, I want to pick the Bills, um, but if I'm, going to, if I'm going to pick a long shot, I think I'd take the Colts. George, where are we going? Uh, for me, I am going to take the Bills. I think the Bills are one of the most complete teams in the NFL. And I'm also going to go with the Cincinnati Bengals. I, I think the Cincinnati Bengals make it back to the AFC championship game. All right, so we all mentioned who's going to make it to the AFC Championship, who's going to make it to the NFC Championship, rather, who's going to win it. Uh, who's winning the Super Bowl? Bills are plus 650, uh, Chargers are plus 1,200, Packers plus 1,200. I'm sorry, the Rams are plus 1,200. The Chargers are plus 1,600, 49ers plus 1,600, Broncos plus 1,700, uh, and then the Colts are plus 2,500. So those are really all the teams we mentioned. So Justin's got the Colts plus 2,500. Uh, man, I could see the Rams doing it again. I could see them doing it back to back. But you know what? I'm going to put my money on San Francisco. I'm going to go plus 1,600. I'm going to place my bet there. Nate, where are you going? Uh, you know that Chargers, what do you say, 1,200 for them? or 14? Chargers are plus 1,600 as well. 16. I like it. All right, George. I want to be a homer, but I'm going to go. That bacon's not fun. I'm, I'm going with the Rams. I think I think the Rams repeat. So it's going to be Rams-Bills in your eyes. Yep. What it should have been bills. this year, some people think. Yep. Yeah. Justin's got the bills. All right, Abe, where are you going? I, I mean, I think that if, once again, if I'm taking a little bit longer of a shot, I think I, I like San Francisco, especially what you said earlier, Coach, about first-year quarterbacks kind of in that system, that type of style. I think they're really good, and I just think they're they're a loaded all-around team that um, that has been there and knows how to get there. I think they have a really good coach. Um, so I think that if I were to take a long shot, I think I'd take San Francisco. Hell yeah. All right, excellent. Let's move on to uh, – I want to move on to MVP. I am, I am a little unprepared. I can't see which doc has the MVP odds. So bear with me and uh, talk amongst yourself for a second. I'm being redirected. we got Super Bowl odds here. All right, here we go. Boom. Future market, MVP. All right, so the MVP odds for Josh Allen, plus 650. Patrick Mahomes, plus 750. Tom Brady, plus 800. Aaron Rodgers plus 850, Justin Herbert plus 900, Joe Burrow plus 12, Dak plus 13, uh, Stafford plus 14, Russ plus 14, Kyler plus 2,000. So list goes on. So I'm sure you can think of somebody. I'll pull up their name. Are there, I'm going to tell you who I'm putting my money on. It's a long shot. Derek Carr at plus 2,800. I think is a pretty like – all right, I might be throwing money away. But bringing in Devontae Adams, they got Darren Waller, they got Hunter Renfro, uh, I think Kenyon Drake, you know, they got Josh Jacobs, Samir White, they got some interesting weapons out there. 
And I think the guy's going to have a hell of a season. And with Las Vegas, if they make the playoffs, if he does well, that city is going to erupt. He'll have a back, like he'll have people behind him pushing for him to win that MVP. So I think I think that's money well spent right there. George, I've been going to you last. I'm going to go to you next right here. Who are you thinking? So I think Matt Stafford is going to end up being the MVP this year. Plus 1,400. Okay. Yep. I like it. Nate. Three guys. Okay. Sprinkle. All right. First one, Jonathan Taylor, because a little sprinkle. Three guys. So Jonathan Taylor, I like a lot because, like you said earlier, I think they could just run the ball and run and run and run. Plus 5,000 right there. That's a good bet, too. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I'm not dumping my mortgage on it, but. and then Herbert or Rodgers. Like I said, I think if Rodgers – if the Packers win a lot of football games, Rodgers is going to win the MVP again. Yeah, especially with the receivers he has right now. Uh, nobody – I mean, at the end of the season, there will be big names if he wins MVP because he he carried them to become a, a household name. So Rodgers yeah, is 850. 1,200 yards. Herbert's 900. So those are close. Where are you going, Abe? Um, I kind of agree with Nate on the fact of Jonathan Taylor. Like, if I'm going to take a long shot, I like that aspect of it because – some of these quarterbacks, obviously quarterbacks win every year, but some of these quarterbacks um, are not going to have to be the guy um, quite so much this year. I think that Stafford's obviously got a lot around him. Herbert's got a lot around him. Um, Mahomes is one guy that maybe one to look at. And I'm not a huge fan of the Chiefs this year, but um, he's lost a lot, like as we mentioned earlier. Um, and if they go, you know, if they go 11 and 6 and win that division, he's got a really good chance to win that. Right. So I think Mahomes is probably someone to look at. Um, I think that's kind of a long shot because I don't think they go 11-6, and six, so I don't think he does that. But uh, So if I'm going to take a long shot, I would take Johnny Taylor at 50-1. to one. Um, And I, would, I Herbert's tough to pass on. I, I think he has an explosive year. I, they are, they're going to be fun to watch, and that team's going to be um, an exciting, sexy team that everyone's going to pay a lot of attention to because they got a lot of weapons. Um, and they're going to be fun, and they're going to be out in L.A., and they're going to compete with the Rams out there. So, Man, when we when we hit it big over here at Toilets to Titles, we're going to have to take the team jet out there to L.A. and catch a Chargers game. That would be beautiful. Let's see, you know, Chargers versus Kansas City. I mean, I'd even head up to Arrowhead to see that thing. Yeah. They're pretty crazy up there. Nothing's better, than, there. nothing's better than going to a stadium like that and having no dog in the fight. Like, you know, my Cowboys aren't playing. I can just sit back and just enjoy the atmosphere. I, I really like that. Like, I like to go to games that my teammate playing it because then, then I could just chill and take it all in. All right, let's let's finish thing off, this thing off with Offensive Rookie of the Year odds, all right? So we got Kenny Pickett plus 700. I ain't putting any money on that, dude. Uh, Drake London plus 800. Chris Olave plus 800. Brees Hall plus 800. Traylon Burks, which is interesting, plus 900. Garrett Wilson plus 11. Watson plus 12, uh, Kenneth Moore plus 12, Sky Moore plus 12, James Cook plus 14. All right, and then Desmond Ritter at plus 18, which that's another interesting play because if Mariota goes down or if he take, takes the job over early, the league likes quarterbacks. And all it takes is, you know, a few good weeks from that man and he could take it. But, George, I'm going to go to you first again. Where would you put your money for Offensive Rookie of the Year? I'm actually going to go with um, James Cook for Buffalo. Um, I, they they wanted to address that position. They they tried to address it with bringing in uh, J.D. McKissick. So they knew it was a need that they really wanted. They drafted uh, James Cook early in the draft. I think they're going to use him. I think they're going to use him a lot, and I think he's going to end up as the uh, the rookie of the year. 
Yeah, I believe I believe he was a third round pick, but I might be wrong. But that's that's early. That's for for running backs. It's usually, I mean, the second round is is early. So so yep. that that's right there for them. Nate, where would you put your cash? Nate's muted. All right, so the moon's out. I think I think Nate's thinking about Desmond Ritter. But uh, Abe, where would you put your cash? Yeah, we know Nate's Nate's all over Ritter at this point. But um, I I you know I want to pick Brees Hall. Um, cause I think he's going to be the person that's probably showcased a little bit more than others. Um, I probably would put a little bit of money on Chris Olave. Um, I think that the saints are going to be pretty good. They're they're You know, I don't think they're going to be great by any means, but you're going to see them on some national telecasts. And I think that, um, if Mike Thomas plays, I, who knows, we always think he's gone and then he never does. Um, and if he's not, I think that Olave is kind of showcased with, with Landry across from him. Um, so if I were to, if I were to kind of pick someone, I think I think that I would. I'm not very confident in any of these guys, um, but I think that Landry or Chris Olave is probably one guy I'd lean towards. Yeah, so I'm putting. Uh, like, go ahead. I'm sorry, George. I'll say, I'll say. I also like Drake London. Uh, there's the the competition for him to get targets in Atlanta is not a lot, um, so they're going to feature him a lot as well. So uh, I like the Olave call. I really, really do. I also like Drake London as well. So I'm putting my money on Brees Hall. You know, I, I think, and but I'm going to place a second bet. So I'm going with Brees Hall. I like him down there with the Jets. They improved the offensive line. You know, I think the fact that Zach Wilson can run is going to force a linebacker, a safety, to freeze every time they're running in his own scheme type type thing. And I think Brees Hall can feast off of that. So I think he's got the easiest clear cut way into get. Like he doesn't have to count on like you know Drake London's going to have to count on Marcus Mariota. Uh, you know, Chris Olave, he's got, you know, Jameis Winston. So I actually think that's a good combination there. But I do think that Brees Hall, all he has to do is just get the ball handed to him. So I think he's got the easiest route to production. But another guy that's plus 4,000, that's George Pickens. I'm putting my money on Brees. I'm going to throw a dime down there on George Pickens. And if he hits, man, so be it. If not, I think it's it's money well spent. So uh, that's it for Offensive Rookie of the Year. And that's it for kind of – getting into all this gambling conversation. So we did talk with the guys from Dollars to Deuces. The first episode of the year for them is going to be Wednesday night, 9.30 p.m. Central, okay? And all of this, if you like this gambling stuff that we were doing this evening, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. Tune in Wednesday night, 9.30 p.m., because there's going to be even more of that. And I've been told I'm a degenerate before because I, I bet DFS – in preseason. So you know I'm going to be tuned into that show. If you do like the show, like I said, check out toiletsatitles.com. Check out our pinned tweet. It has the schedule for all of our in-season episodes. I know we're going live. We're running a little late right now, so I should probably wrap this thing up because we got Jared Gray waiting to do head-to-head, which is our IDP show. But it'd be greatly appreciated. Go check out our Patreon, patreon.com backslash toilets to titles. We have five tiers right now, and each tier has something great that we can offer to you guys. Tier one is like the cu- cost of a cup of coffee a month, and that's $3. That gets you into our Discord chat. So as you're getting into redraft season, you have questions about your draft, any trades, waiver moves, hit us on that. Hit us in the Discord. And again, you're supporting the show. Tier two is $5 a month. It gets you in the Discord chat, and it also gets you our weekly waiver wire episodes where everyone from Toilets to Titles, we come together. We add some players' names throughout the week, and then Monday night, immediately after Monday Night Football, we record an episode, and it only goes out to our Patreon members. And then every other tier has perks, like getting into Frankenstein, which is our crazy listener league. Uh, our top tier will do an episode dedicated directly towards 
the fantasy league that you play in. Like we'll discuss everything about your league. We'll, we'll release it to the world. All right. So everyone in the world that, that listens to our show, not everybody in the world, people that listen to our show, they're going to hear a show talking about your fantasy league. And I think that's pretty cool. And again, all that stuff, it helps support the show. So Abe, George, do you guys have anything to say to all of the world before we wrap this thing up? Go ahead, George. I was going to let you go. I was just going to say uh, <laughs> hit, hit, hit the, the, the bell here on YouTube. Hit the subscribe button. Uh, we are doing a contest right now, giveaway. Once we hit 1,000 uh, subscribers, Jared Gray is going to give you a brand-new jersey of your oh, choice. Yeah. So we're, we're doing a little contest, so hit that subscribe button. Help us get to 1,000. Tune in Monday to the the mock draft um, laboratory – or excuse me, laboratory – that we're that we're we're doing. It was a success this past Monday. We did three live mock drafts at one time and broke down each one as they were actually happening. Um, and tune in to the H two H coming right after the show. All right, Nate. Yeah, ahead, thanks. Yeah, thanks for joining in. Um, I'm looking forward to this year. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, you know, it's we got a lot of great people on here. Uh, as you know, we just found out we had four or five, six of us on here with all kind of different ideas, similar ideas. Um, you're going to get a lot of great content with, with people that are really, really highly invested in the NFL um, in multiple different angles of it, whether it be betting, whether it be fantasy football, whether it just be the love for the NFL. So um, I'm looking forward to this year, I, and I hope that uh, we continue to grow. It's going to be a lot of fun this year. Excellent. All right, so everybody have a good evening. Enjoy your week. Stay tuned for Head to Head. Stay tuned for Dollars to Deuces Wednesday night. We'll catch you all later on. Take care.